<laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome back to my podcast. It's now season two uh, of this podcast that I started. And if you guys have been following me since basically the beginning of the pandemic, you guys know I dropped the Modern Bachelor podcast, which was about 20 solid episodes. We covered just about everything, man. We covered, you know, generational curses, you know, men not stepping up, being good fathers. We talked about dating, protecting yourself financially. We talked about protecting your health. We talked about pretty much everything. It was just a general podcast that just covered a lot of things. But thing is, it was coming from a different type of energy. So for season two, we bring in a whole new method. We bring in a whole new slew of topics to you guys. The things we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about personal growth. We're going to talk about wealth. We're still going to talk about things, you know, generational curses, talking about health. We're going to talk about jealousy, envy, just, just anything we can cover just to further help people and motivate you guys to grow and, and just give you guys a bit of information and, and show, talk to you about life from my perspective based on my experiences and a lot of the things I'm going through. Like I said, this is season two. I even changed the name, you know, Modern Bachelor. That was the beginning of the pandemic. That was season one. Welcome to 1984, the podcast. 1984, that's to me, that, that's my year. That was the year I was born, okay, 1984. But we the last of the dying breed. Uh, 1984, 1985, that was the last of a generation. Uh, they consider us Generation X is what they call us. We're the last of a generation. And I feel like we're the last of a dying breed. There's a lot of things that we do differently. We move differently. We have a stronger work ethic. We have stronger beliefs. We're not easily offended uh, as a lot of these new people are. Uh, you know, there's a whole different way we move. So I'm bringing you my perspective, the 1984 perspective of what's going on in the world, about how life can be handled, about the challenges we all face, about the things we come across on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it be in your personal life, your professional life, uh, you know, at school, you know, out in the streets, out when you go out with your friends, whatever the situation may be with your family. This is my perspective and, and me talking to you guys giving you a whole different view because I look at things I don't look at things in black and white I look at things you know in all different spectrums of color you know everything isn't just black and white I don't look at things in two dimensions I look at things in three dimensions I consider myself a realist I look at I look I don't care if the glass is half full or half empty I want to know what's in the glass okay that's what I want to know what tell me what's in that glass I don't care if it's half empty or half full what 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 the hell are we drinking that's what I want to know but I thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, this is season two. This is the first episode of the podcast that I'm recording and uploading. Uh, so from here on out, yes, I'm going to be recording the podcast uh, on video as well as audio. I'm streaming across all platforms still, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google, all platforms available uh, for this, this podcast to be uploaded too. But the first thing I want to talk to you from this relaunch, the first thing we're going to talk about on the 1984 podcast is jealousy and envy. Yes, yes. I'm going straight in. Hot topic, jealousy and envy. Let me tell you something. You know, everybody has haters. You've heard of haters. You heard of, you know, people jealous of you, backstabbers. The new word you hear all the time is ops. You know, you hear that a lot in hip hop. You hear that a lot, you know, uh, you know, people talking about their ops. Ops is slang for opposition. Opposition 
is your, you know, your competition. That's the people that don't want to see you make it. That's the people that want to see you fall. That's the people that want to see you fail. But one thing you have to understand, and one thing that I've learned over the years as I've grown, is that your opposition, your haters, the people that are jealous of you, it's not always a negative thing. You can use that energy that they're putting out. You can use that hatred and that envy to help yourself grow. Because my thing is, if they don't like you, that means you're doing something right. And it means you need to keep doing it and you need to do more of it. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, anybody can say they have haters. Anybody can say anything is hate. Believe it or not, listen. If you're successful in any way, shape, or form, you don't have to be a multimillionaire. You don't have to be a professional athlete. You know, you don't have to be the CEO of a company. You know, you don't have to be famous or anything. You could just be normal old you. You can just be normal old middle class you driving just a nice luxury sedan, wearing nice clothes with a little jewelry. And somebody is not going to like you because they're miserable and they don't have access to those things. So you look at it this way. Look at when you're at work, you know, just say you're the go-to employee, you know, you're always on time, always there, you get your work done, you know, you, you keep yourself knowledgeable about policies, procedures, you know, everybody enjoys seeing you, you know, you're, you're just that person in the office, you know, you're a go-getter, you're always constantly trying to be promoted, taking yourself to the next level, trying to learn a new skill. There's always going to be that person you work with who doesn't have that same drive. They don't have that same work ethic. They're lazy. They're constantly late. They're always calling in. They don't get their work done. When they do do it, it's the bare minimum. They're not trying to promote. They've been there since the dawn of time. You know, they, they've been there since OJ was wearing isotoners and they have yet to promote. They're not applying themselves, but they get upset because you come in and you're just running through that place like a freight train. You know, you came out like you were shot out of a cannon. You know, day one, you're trying to figure out what you need to do to move to the next step. And you're going to have somebody there who doesn't have that same driving mentality that's going to try to hold you back. They're going to speak negative of you. They're going to paint this negative picture of you. They're going to make people think that you're not as great as you really are. But that's where you have to understand that you are as great as you really are. You are as successful and as hardworking as you believe you are. You can't let that negative person slow you down. You can't let that negative person drag you down to their level because you don't know what they have going on in their home life. A lot of people are miserable in their home life and they see you happy. They see you coming in every day because the thing is, when you're happy at home, it translates to your work and vice versa. When you're happy at work, it translates to your home. One of the key rules people always say is don't bring work home. Don't bring home to work. You know, you never want to mix the two, but you're human. It happens. You might get into an argument with your spouse. You know, you might uh, run into an issue with your kid not doing good in school. They're stressing you out. They might have did something. They might have ran away from home or they might have got caught up in the wrong crowd. And you go to work. And even though you try to leave it at home, you bring it with you. You know, you you walk into work upset because you and your spouse got into that argument. You, you walk into work and you can't focus because you're worried about how you're going to bail your kid out of jail. Or you're worried about is your kid going to get in any more trouble? You're worried about your kid's grades. Uh, you know, you're worried about the bills at home, things of that nature. And 
it will affect your work progress. And the same thing, if you, you're struggling at work, you're getting into, you know, the work is just piling on you. You got assignments stacked on top of you, stacked on top of you. You got a manager or a supervisor that's constantly nagging you and you want to bring that home and, you know, and, and take that out on your spouse and your children. And what happens is when people have these issues going on at home or at work, they tend to lash out and be envious of people who don't have those problems. You know, your car keeps breaking down. Well, you got the guy that you work with just got a brand new truck, brand new shiny truck, $80,000 truck that he just bought. And you driving around in an old 90s model Toyota Camry that just keeps breaking down. So now you're upset. Well, me and him are the same age. He's got two kids and a wife. I got two kids and a wife. How the hell can he afford an $80,000 truck? And I'm driving this old 90 model Toyota Camry. Well, you don't know how in debt he is over that truck. You don't know if his wife got a promotion. Maybe he's working a second job. Maybe he inherited some money. Maybe his parents passed away and he inherited some money. You don't know how that person got what they got. So to be envious of someone just because they have something that you don't have is retarded. It's stupid. Don't do it because you don't know what they have. You don't know what they're going through. You know, some people are working two or three jobs to pay for the things they have. You don't realize that some people are in extreme credit card debt to pay for the things they have, but you don't realize that. And you automatically become jealous and envious of them because they have something you don't have. So to what I'm saying to you is when you encounter a person like that, when you meet somebody like that, who is jealous or envious of you, look at what they have or what they don't have and look at what you have compare You go, just compare yourself in your head, not to rub it in their face, not to make them feel like a bad person, not to put them down, but to reassure yourself that you're not doing anything wrong. You know, look at what you have. Look at how blessed you are. I used to think blessings were strictly financial. You know, I, you know, you you hear people talk all the time, you know, about being blessed with good health and this and that. But for the when I was younger, to me, bro, I ain't blessed unless I'm paid. Like if we ain't talking financial, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe you. But now that I've gotten older and I've matured, I understand that blessings go far beyond just financial blessings. Yes, I'm, I'm blessed with health, blessed with supportive family, blessed with a supportive girlfriend, blessed with supportive friends, you know, blessed with a great job, with great benefits, you know, being able to just do things, blessed to travel, you know, blessed to eat where I want to eat. You know, I'm not I'm not concerned where my next meal is coming from. I'm not sitting here and worrying about where my next meal is coming from. But some people don't have the ability to count their blessings. Some people don't have that because they're too busy looking at what you have. They're too busy concerned about what you have accomplished. They're too busy concerned about your gold chain or your gold watch or your shoes or your car or your house that they can't focus on what they have. You know, that was something that 
I was struggling with relationship wise. I wasn't worried about it financially. I mean, I'm, that didn't bother me. I wasn't worried about what the next man had financially. I could care less what the next man drives, what the next man wears, because I can get it just like they can get it. I know how to hustle. But when it came to relationships, when it came to, uh, you know, finding someone, I was so focused on that. I'm not going to say perfect woman, but I was focused on trying to find what somebody else had. You know, you, you see the people on Instagram, you see the people on social media and they're always just ridiculously happy. And I was so focused on trying to get that, to try to make that happen. I was looking for that. I was just focused, focus, focus. So focus on everybody else. Focus on how everybody else's relationship was going. Who this guy was dating. Like, oh man, how how did he get her? Like, man, oh, I, I want her. How did he get her? You know, or what does she see in him? Man, I don't get it. You know, I was so focused on them that I wasn't paying attention to what was right in front of me. Once I shifted my focus, or should I say, once I removed those distractions and stopped worrying about what other people's relationships were like, I stopped being envious of other people's relationships. I was able to establish my own. I was able to, you know, actually see what I've been missing. It's the same concept with everything. If you're so busy being focused on what the next person is doing you might not see it as jealousy You're like oh, i'm not a jealous person but if you're constantly looking at what somebody else has or what somebody else is doing and you're trying to figure out how they did it or how you can do it too you know or why or should i say not how you can do it too that's more of motivation but if you're looking at why is it not happening to me you know if that's your focus if you're not saying hey Man, you're you're a hard worker, man. You got all this nice stuff. I'm trying to get where you're at. I'm trying to put in as much work as you're putting in to get that. That's not jealousy. That's not envy. That's motivation. But when you look at somebody like, man, how did you get that? Man, you don't need that. Man, what you doing with all that? Man, why'd you spend that money on that? Man, what you gonna do with that? Man, what you, man, what, man, my my the thing that I hear all the time that and people don't realize that it's one of the most jealous phrases in the world. It must be nice. When you get something or you do something and somebody says, <clears throat> must be nice. They hating. They jealous. It's envy. Even if they don't realize it, they might not even be one of those type of people that really are out to get you or out to be jealous towards you. But that phrase in itself is a very jealous hearted phrase. You know, <clears throat> must be nice. You know, I've been hearing that my whole career. I've been hearing that ever since I've been working since I was 17. You know, but when you come into a business or you come into an occupation and you're young, you know, and you're making decent money, especially, you know, you're making as much money as the person that's been there 20 years. You know, they might make a dollar more than you or something like that based on the raises and things like that. But they haven't promoted if they're still in that same position. When you come into that position, you're going to be making close to what they're making. And when you're young, you don't have children, you're not married, your money is pretty much just a free for all. I mean, it's 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 unspoken for you can do whatever you want to do. You know, you can buy motorcycles, you can buy cars, you can buy boats, you can buy big houses, you can rent condos, you can take trips. And the older people who are there 
that have families, you know, they've had financial hardships, uh, but they haven't elevated themselves. They haven't promoted. When they see you, you show up in the new, you know, sports car. And the first thing out their mouth, must be nice. Wait till you have children. Wait till you get married. Oh, that's going to stop. See, I never speak to people younger than me in that type of tone. You know, when I see young people doing good, when I see young people working, I see young people spending their money, buying cars, buying houses, taking trips. I'm proud. I'm happy because that's what you're supposed to do. You only get one shot at this. We only go one time around in life. We don't get two or three chances. You only get one shot. So when I see someone young, you know, working hard, spending money, buying things they want, like I said, uh, being successful, going to school, promoting. I applaud that. I'm not going to tell them, wait till, oh, just wait. You, you just wait till you get older. You wait till you have kids. That's no, no. I tell them, hey, you're preparing yourself for when you have children. You're preparing yourself for when you get married. You're preparing yourself for that journey because now, yes, you're wild with your money, but you're getting that out your system. You know, you're not going to have any regrets. You know, when you settle down, and you trade that two-seater in for SUV because you got a baby on the way and, you know, you need the car seat. You need the grocery getter. You don't, you know, you can't put a car seat in a sports car. You know, you you, you trade that in, you know, you get the, the SUV or you might have twins or triplets and you end up getting the minivan. Or, you know, you you, you want to get your wife a nice vehicle. You, you don't care about yourself. You're like, hey, I don't want my wife and my kids riding in something raggedy. So... I'm going to invest my money and get her the big Escalade and I'm just going to go get me a nice little used truck to get me back and forth from work. If we need to take a long trip, we'll take the Escalade. That does not make you a bad person. That does not. You haven't. You actually haven't failed at life. You know, you're still successful. You're still growing. You know, an envious person will tell you, let's be nice. <laughs> what you need that for? But a person that really wants to see you grow would tell you, hey, you're preparing yourself for when you do have a family, for when you do get older, you're preparing yourself for that. So, you know, like I said, look at your opposition. Look at them as motivation. That's what they are. They're here to keep you going. They're here to keep you solid. Because if you don't have someone hating on you, you don't have someone jealous of you, then you're not doing anything. You know, nobody's jealous of the guy that's sitting on the couch playing PlayStation all day with no job, no car, wearing the same, you know, Adidas tracksuit every day. You know, got one pair of Air Force Ones that he just changed the shoestrings in every week to make it look like a new pair. Nobody cares. Nobody's worried about that. He ain't got no opposition. That'll be the one, you know, he's like, yeah, I got all these haters. Ain't nobody hating on you, bro. But when you're constantly growing, like I say, you're constantly getting promotions. You're constantly buying homes. Your, your relationship is blossoming. You and your spouse are happy together. You know, you two are going out. You're, you're taking trips. You're, you're, you're sharing your love with the world. And, and you know, you're, you're, you're in shape. And you're constantly growing. And people will try their best to stop that people will try their best to interfere with that you know and 
to take it to a spiritual point is most of you know I'm not a very spiritual person if you know me personally I'm not a very spiritual person I'm going to discuss that in another episode of what led to that but again as I'm growing and I'm maturing I'm tending to get more in tune with my spirituality and my spiritual side and you know I I watched a uh, uh, episode uh, one of Joel Olstein's sermons and basically what he said was God sends envious people, jealous people, opposition to you to challenge you. You know, it's it's a challenge. You know, nothing's going to come easy. You know, if, if it was all easy, then what would be the purpose? He sends these people, he sends the these devilish, hateful people in your life to challenge you. He's letting you know, hey, I'm still here. I'm helping you. But it's not going to be easy. There's going to be a challenge. And that's why these people are presented to you. They're presented to you to challenge you. And the way you handle these people is what determines whether or not you elevate yourself to the next level. So once you learn, when these when these opposition comes towards you, these hateful people come towards you, these jealous people come towards you, you have to tell yourself, I'm not going to react. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm obviously doing something right. If these people have a problem with everything I do, they have a problem with the car I drive. They have a problem with the clothes I wear. They have a problem with my haircut. They have a problem with where I eat. They have a problem with my vacations. They have a problem with just the sound of my voice. They have a problem. That's how you know you're doing something right. You have to keep moving, keep growing and keep doing what you're doing. Don't let them slow you down don't let them tell you that you're not better than you were yesterday don't let them tell you that you're not successful don't let them tell you that you're not capable of growing that you're not capable of greatness you know everybody wants to tell people what they can't do you know true story I used to weigh over 400 pounds. You know, again, that's something I'm, I'm going to talk about that. You won't hear me bring that up a lot. That's that's me. That's part of my success story. I used to weigh over 400 pounds. I was depressed, you know, and everybody knows, you know, stress spelled backwards is desserts, you know. So when I was depressed and stressed, I would just eat which was counterproductive because it was just making me bigger and more out of shape. I had some health issues, high blood pressure, you know, diabetes, lactose intolerant, um, acid reflux issues, sleep apnea, you name it. Okay. I had this laundry list of health issues, you know, social issues, didn't want to go places, didn't want to talk to people, hated being the biggest guy in the room. You know, I hated that. So I lost weight start working out with a friend of mine. We start going to the gym every morning, start working out. I dropped the weight. Do you know when I dropped the weight, people congratulated me. Oh yeah, people congratulated me. Oh man, good job. Way to go. What type of surgery did you have? Well, I didn't have any surgery. I did it naturally. Oh, oh, well, congratulations, but you're going to put it back on. You just wait. Yeah, you're not going to stick to it. You're going to you're going to quit doing. Now, mind you, I dropped over 200 pounds, you know, when I my first go around. It was just just 200 pounds, just dropped it, got healthy, went from a size 6X to about a 3X, 
you know, went from a size 54 pants to about a 44 when I first did the go around. Now, you know, uh, I've kept the fitness up, but now I'm in like a size 38 pants with a two X shirt. Most of the time is what I usually wear. So, you know, obviously I kept going, but people told me, oh yeah, you're not, you're, you're going to put it back on. You know, you're not going to keep that weight off. You're going to put it back on. Now, I just, mind you, I just went out there and grinded hard for a year, year and a half, and shed 200 pounds, all natural, by myself, no help. But I'm going to put it back on. Now, these were people who were out of shape. These were people who were constantly gaining weight. They couldn't put, you know, they couldn't step away from the table. I didn't diss them. I understood. I got it. But what happened was, at some point, I became interested in bodybuilding and strength training. And yes, I was a little cocky. I was a little arrogant at the time. It, that's my personality. You know, that's who I am. I'm in touch with myself. I, you know, I know who I am. I will tell people all the time, hey, I can be arrogant. I can be cocky. I'm very confident with who I am. So when I started lifting weights, there was a guy, he told me, he said, you know, he saw me looking at a, a, a muscle magazine. He's like, oh, you'll never look like that. You can't do that. You won't make that. You can't do that. Six months later, I went to a party. He was there. He saw me. And as I walked in the door, he said, oh, my God, you're doing it. I had bulked up, had trimmed my waist down, slimmed my waist down, broad shoulders, you know, big legs, big biceps, you know, big neck. You know, I had put on all this muscle. Naturally, wasn't taking any steroids or anything like that. I was just doing what the what the nutritionist said. I was eating, working out, taking vitamins, getting plenty of rest, put on all this muscle. But, you know, the fact that when I first started, his initial his initial response was, you're not going to do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You know, then when he saw me six months later, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing that. And I'm not saying he was jealous. I'm not saying he was envious. But again, he was sent to discourage me. He was sent there to challenge me because when he told me, you can't do that. You, you can't you can't put on that kind of muscle. You can't be a bodybuilder. You can't strength train like that. I could have easily just said, you know what? You're right. And I could have stopped. I could have stopped right there. And it never would have led to where I'm in, to where I'm at today. I'm in a whole different position uh, being into the gym, you know, being into fitness, being into strength training, bodybuilding. I've met a lot of friends, made a lot of friends, made a lot of business connections, actually been very successful training people online uh, through my success uh, with weight loss and the knowledge that I've gained over the years. But if I would have listened to those people, if I would have listened to those people who told me I was going to gain the weight back, told me I would never be, you know, in shape, told me I'd never be, you know, into muscle building and bodybuilding and strength training. If I would have listened to those people, then I wouldn't be here doing what I am doing. I wouldn't be as happy as I am today. I wouldn't have met the people that I've met. I wouldn't have established the relationships and friendships that I have established over time. I would not have motivated the amount of people that I have motivated over the past 10 or so years through my weight loss transformations. 
People won't always tell you that you motivate them, but you can see it. You know, I've had people come up to me. It may be five years down the road. I hadn't seen these people in five years. They'll come up to me and they'd be like, you know what, man? I follow you on Instagram. I see your pictures. I see your post. I see your gym check-ins. Man, you got me off the couch. You got me moving. You got me back running. You got me back exercising. I feel great. I've lost X amount of pounds. And you've helped me change my lifestyle. You've just by watching you. Now I've had people tell me that. Now, like I said, just as I've had people, the envious and hateful people tell me, ugh, nobody cares you're working out. You don't have to check in on Facebook every time you work out. Ugh, you don't have to post a transformation picture every Thursday. We know you lost weight. You don't have to keep doing that. I don't have to, but I want to. Because even though you aren't motivated to get off your butt and work out and exercise, even though you don't like the fact that I'm happy and healthy and that I enjoy what I'm doing doesn't mean that I should stop my message. It doesn't mean that I should stop delivering this information to people because somebody out there needs to see it. Somebody out there is going to see that and they're going to be pushed and elevated to stop being sedentary, to change their lifestyle, to be healthy. And if it wasn't for the opposition, if it wasn't for my ops, then I probably wouldn't be so inclined to keep posting that stuff. Because I'm the type of person, when somebody tells me, don't do something, you know, when somebody is, is being hateful and telling me, Ugh, they can't stand what I'm doing, and it's nothing like, it's not anything negative. You know, if I'm doing something positive and somebody tells me they can't stand it, then I keep doing it. It's the same thing with this podcast. You know, a lot of people didn't like what I had to say this first season. A lot of people couldn't handle it because it was the truth. You know, when it came to relationships, when it came to, like I said, being good fathers, being real men, a lot of people didn't like what I had to say. But guess what? I still said it because people need to hear it. And when I pause this podcast, when I put it on pause for season two, when I told people season one was over, I said, season one is done. I'm going back in the lab. I'm going to work on some few things. I've had people hitting me up left and right. Man, when are you dropping the podcast? When are you coming back? When is season two coming back? Well, I'm back. We're back. Even though people told me that it wouldn't work. I had plenty of people tell me it's a waste of time. What You don't have anything to talk about. Nobody wants to listen to you. Nobody cares what you have to say. But I did it anyway. And I'm going to continue to do it because that's what they're there for my opposition they're there to try to stop me but they won't they're going to keep motivating me and that's what i ask of you if you're watching this video listening to this podcast those people that want to see you fall those people that are telling you you won't lose weight you can't get a promotion you can't get that car you want you can't buy that house you want you know you can't get that purse you want. Those people that are telling you, you know, you can't get that degree you want. They don't want to hire you. They'll never hire a person like you. You can't get accepted into that college. Those people are putting your life to motivate you to push harder, to work harder, to get those things they say you can't get. 
So don't let the opposition get you down. Don't don't think you have to attack them. Don't worry about revenge. Don't worry about retaliation. You just use that as fuel. You know, you let that fire you have deep down inside of you just burn brighter with the fuel that your opposition is giving you, the fuel that the hateful people are giving you. You know, every hateful sentence, look at it as gasoline just to make you burn brighter because what's going to happen is they're going to stoke your fire so much with so much negativity and so much hate and, and it's going to motivate you so well that you're going to soar to new heights it's just going to feed that fire and it's just going to burn uncontrollably and then they're not going to have anything else to do but notice how great you really are i hope that you were able to get something out of this podcast today i hope that you were able to take this information as you move forward with your life as you move forward with your goals and your dreams uh don't forget to like and subscribe, you know, show your support so I can keep making these podcasts, keep making these videos. Uh, I'm going to keep bringing you guys great content, great, great information, great life information. I'm going to bring some people on here. I got a lot of friends that have been wanting to get on the podcast. I've been working on trying to get everything worked out. I'm going to get some friends. I got some friends on here. I got friends in the fitness industry. I got friends in the financial industry, law enforcement, medical, fire, you name it, corporate America. I have friends of all walks of life that have been through a lot of stuff, you know, and they have uh, they've either been fired or they've been, you know, in jail or they've they've ran into some some other issues. I have friends of all walks of life. I'm I'm the type of person I can meet and love just about anybody, you know. I but I do keep a circle of friends that is very positive and very motivated. I love positivity. I don't like negativity. You know, I want to see us all grow as you know there's enough out here for all of us to eat there's enough money out here for all of us to get paid you know the world would be a much better place if people motivated each other and loved one another instead of trying to bring each other down but like i said i hope you guys enjoyed episode one of season two 1984 the podcast stay tuned there's more coming